Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2 of the Double Down Podcast. I am your host, Troy Barton. With me, as always, my co-host, Jeff Barton. Brothers are back, coming at you with the Double Down Pod. We're back, ready to roll. Okay, so, we took the summer off. We had to do some soul-searching. Okay, we had a f- we felt like we needed a rebranding, so we're we're new re- we're rebranded now in season two. Is really what it comes down to. So Jeff, uh, good to ha- good to be back, huh? Uh, eight days till kickoff. Yeah, and we're very excited. To um, me, to me right now, it feels like getting back on the podcast. It's kind of like that that first game of the season, um, like for an NFL player walking in that stadium again, walking in the locker room. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, like for OTAs, they come back and they see everyone. Yeah. Uh, they have each other up and stuff like that. I think that's what it's going to be like um, this year with us, especially how we started the the pods so late last year. Right. Playoff time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so we were like we were like a hot playoff team last year that was like 8-8, eight and eight, snuck into the playoffs and then made it to, you know, the NFC or AFC championship. But now we're back through our maturation for another year. Like, this so is... Like- we're kind, of, we're kind of like the Raiders. They made some noise last year. Right. And the hype's there. Yeah. But, and we're a little bit more than the Titans. Yeah. Like, we're a little bit further along than the Titans. But, yeah, Raiders was a really good comp for that. Uh, you know, sometimes we like to start the show off with a little opening rant uh, sort of deal. Um, I just, I'm going to start off with an opening theory. Okay. So, Zeke has his suspension, right? Like, and Le'Veon Bell didn't report because he was working on his rap album, but now he's there, so it's fine. But what if the NFL's players' union had Zeke's back so much that he shouldn't have been suspended for six games that they just make a bunch of players hold out and they don't start the season? Okay, so elaborate on that a little bit. Okay, so I'm going to elaborate. Like, NFL players aren't getting that much money compared to MLB and NBA players now. Like, the NBA contracts got extreme. Yeah. And that's why Le'Veon Bell thought about switching careers and going to play basketball. Because he did. But then yeah, was, he did. He did. Yeah, but, actually, it's on ESPN. Yeah, he did. He did. So, all of a sudden, Zeke gets his six-game suspension, and, they're in, and the players' union is kind of like, this is getting ridiculous. We're not getting paid in the biggest revenue, the highest revenue sport, and we're getting suspended for six games without pay, and it's just getting ridiculous. And what if they just decide, like, what if all the players just hold out? That's that's really scary. Are you are you talking about another lockout situation? Like lo- yeah, but it hasn't happened yet. Like it happens a week before the season. That would uh, that be a worse feeling than the Super Bowl we experienced this year as Falcons fans. Right, we're Falcons here, fans here on the Double Down Pod. For those who don't know, by the way, shout out Jimmy G. We would love to have you on the pod. Yeah, um, it's that's interesting you say that. I feel like a lot of players, like you saw Vontez Burfick. You know, he does run the Cincinnati Bengals locker room. Right. What? Okay, he had a – it wasn't even a dirty hit on Sherman, our favorite Madden player ever, Anthony Sherman, fullback for the Chiefs. Was Yeah, it was a shame. And so he got suspended for five games. They, they reduced it to three, but still, it's like – I feel like with every other day, there's just something in the NFL like this guy is either hurt, which is, doesn't really have to do with the lockout, or suspended – or not showing up the OTAs, or not coming to mini camp. So it's kind of getting ridiculous. And I think they should get paid more. They make the most money. Yeah, I mean, the contracts aren't even guaranteed. So these yeah, like uh, Matt Stafford got the highest contract in NFL history. It was ninety-five million guaranteed. 
Like JJ Reddick's on a one year twenty million dollar contract. Right. Like James it's, Harden signed for two hundred million. Exactly. So it's it, it, with baseball, it might be a little bit different just because the season's so long and but, but they play I mean, hundred sixty two. It shouldn't, it shouldn't but, matter. It's just so dominant. Whatever. We gotta we gotta get off this a little bit. But I just think it's interesting. Like I feel the players are getting kinda close to just saying, Where's our money? Stop suspending us for so long. And fire Roger Goodell, who's I think got a contract extension, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, we we need to petition that. It's all, been, all the all the listeners out here. We're starting to we're starting to petition to, to dethrone Roger Goodell. Yes, we're are, are also starting position uh, petition for you guys to uh, comment on our iTunes page, so we move up in the rankings on that. That's how you move up. But it's up to you guys. We let the fans be the fans. Okay. One more thing, one more quick thing about that is that. I don't know much about the NHL, like commissioner, but can Adam Silver like possibly just be all three commissioners of the big three sports? Because Rob Manfred, just gonna just gonna put that out there. I think he juiced the balls in baseball. Yep, yep. Sure. There's so many home runs this year, like like an incredible amount that just doesn't happen from 2016 to 2017. Roger Goodell sucks. Um, and Adam Silver's a man, so I'd like to see Adam Silver kind of complete the trifecta. Or just not a guy who's a dick in the NFL commission role. Like, Goodell sucks. Okay. Right. So, point number two, you know, we're moving on, transitioning here, to something that's been bothering us for a long time as Falcons fans here on the pod. How do the Falcons have the season that they had last year, get the MVP, be the second highest ranked team in Madden, and have the eighth best Super Bowl odds to win to win the Super Bowl. That's ridiculous. They shouldn't be the eighth team. Like for how good Aaron Rodgers is, like Matt Ryan. I know Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl, but like Matt Ryan's been the same amount of Super Bowls. Like uh, Russ. Yeah. Like, so it's the Raiders, um, Patriots, Steelers, Steelers, Dallas, Seahawks, Packers, the normal uh, cast, Cowboys, Falcons, and the economy. Yeah, and the economy, and I don't know. I just think you know, Falcons never really get the publicity. They're never, they don't really have a lot of Sunday night games because Atlanta's not the greatest market. But I mean, come on. Yeah, for the eighth to make the Super Bowl, like there's te- there's a lot of teams that make it to the Super Bowl and lose and make it back the next year. It happens all the time. So why yeah. is it like? And they have their whole team returning. Yeah, they like they didn't lose anyone other than Kyle Shanahan, but. I don't know. I think shoo, they. Shoo. I'm not gonna say they're the favorite to win it in the NFC, but they shouldn't finish fourth. They shouldn't be favorited to finish fourth. Well, then the other yeah. thing, yeah. Then the other whole point of it is, is, is that they the they beat the Packers twice last year, so whatever. And they they beat, they beat the Seahawks once in the playoffs when it counted, and then they should have beat them on the road. But Pete Carroll was chomping his gum away and got the refs a good call, and didn't yeah. call Pat's interference because they didn't want Richard Sherman to yell in his face, which is understandable. Yeah, I wouldn't want Richard Sherman yelling, but I just wanted to kind of bring that up. And like, I like the Falcons this year. They're not. I don't think they're going to take necessarily a step backwards. You kind of know, like a lot of it too is their defense is better than people think. Because, I, go yeah. ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Well, no, just I'm I'm kind of looking at some fantasy stuff. Like just me, I'm looking at it, and they're the second ranked defense, and it's like that's got to mean something. I will say this though. So there's a Gatorade commercial that came out about two months ago. Oh yeah, yeah, brutal. And so it's basically like what fuels you 
like Gatorade, like why you should drink Gatorade. And Matt Ryan says defeat. Right. After they lose a Super Bowl. And then they show him like throwing a 15 yard pass that the screen cut off. So you don't even know if it's complete or not. It's probably not because it's Matt Ryan. Yeah. Like that is that sums up Matt Ryan's career right there is that his only commercial I've ever seen him in other than one Gillette commercial in like 2013 is about the feet. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a pretty interesting commercial until I think we saw it for the first time together until Matt Ryan all of a sudden popped up in the screen and says, what feels you? And he goes defeat. I'm like, Oh no, that's such a Matt Ryan thing to say. Yeah. But if he's getting paid for it, you know, Matt Ryan's a great guy, but he's 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 kind of a Squidward. Yeah. But like, Tom Brady's a great guy, but, like, Matt Ryan's really soft. Yeah, he's soft. Yeah, he's soft. Um, next point. Because we have some stuff. We have a few things to cover uh, because we've been we've been off the uh, off the pod for a while. Just because it we've was... been dormant. Well, huh? Dormant? We've been dormant, yeah. Yeah, we've been dormant. Um, you know, we wanted to take the summer kind of to rebrand, as I mentioned earlier, retool. Um, collect some assets, right? Collect some assets. Uh, plus, we don't think anybody would want to listen to MLB talk show with me and Jeff, Jeff and I. So we just didn't do it. But what, what about the MLB though? I will say is uh, Mike slash John Carlos Stanton. Yes. Uh, he's making history. He's making history. Sure. A lot of people don't don't watch baseball, but it's it's worth noting that uh, he has 51 home runs, and it's not even the end of August yet, and he has 18 this month. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely worth noting, and it's definitely worth noting that if you're going to watch baseball, like, if you see Stanton on TV, well, watch the at-bat. You know, don't change the channel. If you see Chris Sale pitching, you don't need to change the channel. Yeah. There's certain guys. If you see Max Scherzer pitching, you know, you can keep watching it. Um, Okay, so here's the next point, and this is the only time for the rest of whenever until he's signed, if he's signed, we're going to talk about Kaepernick. I just have one thing I want to get off my chest. Just one. And I think it's a very valid point. At one point this offseason, Tony Romo, Jay Cutler, and Colin Kaepernick were all free agents. All unsigned, and nobody wanted them. So, to me, it's like, the model for if you're a team is not getting a big star backup quarterback. Like, you don't want to bring in a big e- – like, no, Jay wasn't going to go – didn't want to back up anywhere. But no team wanted him to back up anywhere because it's just a distraction because if your starter does bad, it's a Q- QB controversy. Yeah. Like, you're telling me Tony Romo couldn't have signed with the Browns? Like, if it- – I think it was out of the question, though. Like, if Tony Romo was going to play at age 37, he's not going to go to, a, like, a losing culture. He'd, he'd go somewhere – Okay. Like – all right, but what about the what about the Texans? Like Texans no, could have said, "Here's ten million. Romo wouldn't have turned it down. They just don't they don't want the old quarterback to learn a new system, you know, to go th- to be battling. Like they don't want that. And I just feel like that's why it wasn't necessary. It's just they don't. No one wants Kaepernick, a big star, regardless of whatever, to be a backup. Yeah, I, I get it. I get I get hundred percent. They'd rather draft a guy in the fifth round and have him be the backup and not pay him anything. Like C.J. Beathard. Yeah, that's, who that's surprisingly perfect. actually had a very good preseason. Yeah, he did. Good. We'll, tip our, we'll tip our cap to the Iowa Iowa faithful. Shout out, Kurt. Um, however, he had, a, he had a good season, but you know, a good preseason, but you know who also had a good preseason? 
Uh, I don't want to hear it. I know you're going to say it. Mitch Trubiscuit. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch I, Trubiscuit. I kind of like him. He's a competitor. You were you were bullish on him. No, I was. And I think I – because I saw a lot of Bryce Petty in him. Okay. And Bryce Petty I don't think is in the league anymore. And if he is, he's not – I think he's on the Jets – you know, duking it out for like a third string, he's, so he doesn't. Wear he's the just headphone. going to the. He's skipping curfew. He's going to the clubs. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't really care. Yeah, but Trubisky to me, this preseason has passed the eye test, and by the eye test, all it is is: Do you look like you can play in the NFL? Are you not flustered? Are you not flustered? Does the ball have a little steam on it when it's getting to the target, or does it die? Here's a good comparison. If you see Casey Keenum, you don't think he's going to be a good quarterback. If you no. see Landry Jones, you're like, no. All You just kind of can see. But Trubisky, to me, might pass it. The eye test. Tight spiral. Seems to work hard. Maybe he actually took that raggedy, raggedy old car because that's his character. He might not be as preppy as we thought. Yeah. I. You know what? Okay, except for week one because the Bears are playing the Falcons. I hope Mitch Trubisky does well. I really do. Do you want him to – is it safe to say you want him to succeed? Yeah, I do. I really do. And the only thing that's not working for him is he does have a good offensive line, top eight offensive line in the league by uh, StatCaster. I'd have someone look it up for us to see exactly what their rank is, but we don't, we're not there yet with our hiring. So uh, it's kind of a one-and-two-person operation most of the time. Yeah, uh, well, I – Producer Stu actually did say he wants to be on an episode, so we'll get him on. Let's get Producer Stu on next week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have Producer Stu on next week. For those that don't know Producer Stu, great guy, a lot of character. Good character guy. Um, Okay, so... He did oversleep when he was supposed to be on a pod one time. He did, but but he's still good character. He's good people. He's good people. All right, so not too much time on Trubiscuit, but he's got Jawan Howard in the backfield, good offensive line. That's something... Claw Meredith is out for the season. Um, yeah. Not the pitcher for the San Diego Padres, but the receiver from Illinois State. Yeah, I do. I think if they go six and ten, like that's good. Like they're gonna go six and ten. It it spells six and ten. Like Glennon will start the first four games. His They'll name's Mike. His name's Mike Glenn. It's Mike Glenn. He doesn't deserve yeah. the L O N. Yeah. So they'll go one and three, and the one win will be on like Jordan Howard carrying for two hundred yards. And then in that fourth game, like Glenn, Glenn will throw four interceptions, and then it's Trubisky time. Trubiscuit. Yep, Trubiscuit time. You can see, you can see like biscuits selling with his face on it. Like we, we should patent that ASAP or brand it or trademark yes. it, whatever it takes. Okay, next young quarterback. Um, you liked uh, Deshaun Kaiser. I do. I texted you that after uh, I watched their game. It's hard to say. I, okay, so I like him. I don't think he's going to succeed. Like, right out of the gate, obviously, because the Browns are still a mess. Um, but, like, he can move more than I thought he could. I saw him make a couple throws. Granted, it's preseason. They're playing versus third strings. But I, I just – he looks like a quarterback. And he needs a he needs a little more size. Like, he needs to gain a little more weight, get a little more stronger because he's kind of a twig. But I, I like Deshaun Kaiser. I think – I. Give him, like, three years, and I know that's kind of a lot to ask for because, you know, quarterbacks get scrutinized. But give him three years, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, he's young. He's young. He's got some maturation to do. Head coach at Notre Dame, Brian Kelly. We do not like Notre Dame on the pod, but he did say uh, 
Yeah, he did say that he needs another year, but maybe he goes in. Now, here's here's a fact about the Browns, okay? I'm just going to come out and say it. Fact. We're big Madden players on... We both play a lot of Madden, both world-renowned Madden players. But... And I was playing against the Browns the other day in the new Madden, which, you know, it's a great game. Everyone should get it. And I couldn't get a pass rush with the Chiefs. So, their offensive line is pretty legit. And I know everyone, yeah. everyone cracks jokes about how they... Oh, they draft offensive line. They draft so much offensive line, but it's good. You know, it piles up and it's it's meaningful now. Like the, like okay, so if the Browns are a puzzle, they got all of the like the end, like the frame part, right? So they got they got like their mold, and now they just need to fill the pieces. But when I say that, and then I read today that they got rid of Joe Hayden, who instantly signed with the Steelers. Yeah, so I don't really get that. They might just be dumping his contract. That's probably what they're doing. That is what they're doing. But, I mean, he's still, he was still captain, pro bowler. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't good. know, maybe maybe he was, like, one of the bent corner pieces that out of an old puzzle, and it was just like, well, you don't really fit anymore. Yeah. Maybe something happened in the locker room. We don't know. But then what's, but then what's Brock Osweiler, then? Like, how does he fit in the puzzle? Brock is, uh, like, one of the really dark shades of, like, water that they all kind of look the same. There's, like, okay. four of the same pieces. That's kind yeah. of where Brock would be. Okay, so he's just, like, kind of a fill-in on the roster. So, like, when Phillip Rivers is doing a puzzle with his eight kids uh, for family night every Wednesday night, uh, he Brock Brock's in the puzzle, but they don't really worry about him till then. Just, there's, he's, like, when there's five pieces left, you're like, oh, there's the fifth one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of just know, like, it's there. It doesn't really... It's not impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philip, by the way, we hope every the family's doing well. I know the uh, transition to uh, your new new home hasn't been easy. I still can't even say LA Chargers, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Who's... Uh, now, Jeff, let me give you somebody that does not pass the eye test, and we've been saying it for a long time on the pod. His name's Jared Goff. And he's a squid. He is the ultimate squid. If Eli Manning didn't exist, it would be Jared Goff. I read a, I read on Yahoo the other day, great source of news. It says, Rams quarterback continues to struggle. Yeah, no shit, he's terrible. Like, yeah, he's awful. Yeah, and we've known this. And like, he just, he, Again, it just goes back to the, the sun. He didn't know if it rises in the east or the west. Like, if you're a quarterback for an NFL team, you need to have some brains. He just doesn't have it. There was one throw he did in preseason. He missed his target by, I'd say the target was 40 yards downfield. No wind, no rain. He threw it about 25 yards, just a duck. <laughs> and, uh, it was picked off, obviously. He just, he's not good. The he's best, bad. the best is, uh, so like you could tell that head coach Sean McVay, youngest coach in the NFL, he kind of knows Jared's not good, but he wasn't going to turn down a head coaching job. So, what he did in the first, he, he, first preseason game I watched of theirs because I wanted to see him, he only gave him, like, one series. And I just thought that was interesting where Jared Goff needs to play a half, not a series. You know, he yeah, needs he, to be out there. But they didn't want to expose him. And so their first drive, he missed on a really bad throw on third down. It was like a two-yard throw, and he missed it. But then the Rams punted. And the, the returner fumbled it. Rams got the ball back. And then Jared, they did a play action. He gained 15 yards and then completed a seven-yard pass. So he kind of led him to a touchdown drive. But he really didn't because they got it on a fumble. Yeah. So, 
look, jury's out on Jared. Um, the Hard Knocks exposed him last year. We're going to continue to hate on Jared Goff because we just don't think he's going to succeed, and we hate people that think he's going to succeed. Okay, so I have a quarterback who I want you to evaluate because, okay. first off, I love his name. Yeah, and I'm a good that's, evaluator of talent. But that's about all I love. It's kind of a make-or-break season for him. First off, can you guess? Take one guess. Make-or-break Marcus Mariota, famous Jameis? No, Blake Bortles. Oh, Blake Bortles. I'll evaluate Blake Bortles. He was the guy in the draft that, like, people wanted to just fall in love with, and somebody did. Because Okay, because here's here's what I think it is. And this is just a this is a theory. This is just a rough sketch, a sloppy copy. Sure. So he got he was out of Central Florida, and they were ranked like twenty fifth. So like he got him ranked for like the first time in twelve years. I don't remember if they won a bowl game or not, but just a six five, you know, not a bad looking guy before his hair fell apart. Six five guy with a pretty good arm, and his name's Blake Bortles. Like you want that's interesting. No, yeah, no. There's an interest factor, especially if you're the Jags. You're like, oh, local kid. Guys will like. People won't get mad at the pick. But there comes. It was John Smith. I don't think they're draft. I I truly think his name has something to do with it. Maybe a a little bit, but it's also. I'm also a firm believer in when someone says, "Oh, he has all the tools," that he's not going to work out. Like when people say he can ha- he can make all the throws or he's got all the tools, like well, mm, usually they don't work out. And like that's because the people who do work out are like, yeah, he can do everything, but he needs to work on this a little bit to be like an, a really good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So they say, oh, he needs a you know disguise play action a little bit more. He needs to work on the deep ball, but you know what? If he can get the deep ball, he's going to be good. But some guys out of, like Blake Bortles out of college are like, he's got all the tools. Yeah, he exactly. can make all the so. Jared Goff out of college. He can make all the throws. It's just night and day. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, my evaluation on him is he's terrible and he's done. And Henny will be the quarterback by week three. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And they're gonna try to run the ball as much as possible, and they're gonna try to re- re- reform their uh, team a little bit. Hey, you you said you played their defense in Madden. You someone was the Jags. It was pretty good. Dude, I I. So I'm 30 and 16. Um, one of those 16 losses was to the Jags. I lost three to nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a good defense then. Madden's yeah. a, people laugh, but Madden's a pretty good indicator. It is a good indicator. Like you can, like okay. So for example, I was playing. I, I played the Browns a couple times. Um, they, so they started Brock Osweiler instead of Kaiser. Yeah. And like there'd be open guys, and Brock Osweiler would just miss them. Yeah. But I bet they ran the ball pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, Isaiah Crowell, you know. Okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. So there's some there's some teams I want to talk about, and a lot of team, a lot of people are talking about these next two teams, but first pop back, got to get them in, is what it is. Okay. The Tennessee Titans. It's a big year for the Titans. They cannot go 8-8. Eight eight. No, they can't. They have to take, they have to make the playoffs, or else you start to kind of wonder, is this, this would be year three for Mariota? Yeah. So I feel my personal belief on Mariota is that he can do more than what they're asking him to do. Yeah, well, I especially think with their 
with his injury. I forgot what it was. But it was pretty. I think it was Achilles or something. Yeah. So I think they're this year. They're actually he's going to take a step back and be more conservative because he had a lot of rushing yards last year. The flying Hawaiian can run a little bit. Sure, but don't no, you? Uh, no, I'm not referring to Shane Victorino. No, no. Um. So I think they're going to take a step back. But I mean, another year they got Eric Decker. I don't. I mean, it's better than not having Eric Decker, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, he's happy there because his wife's a country singer and you know. Nashville. Yeah, and who doesn't love Nashville? I mean, let's be real. Nash Vegas. So, DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry, I'm sure we'll get um, some more touches. So I like the Titans. Um, I like how their division's pretty you know, wide open. Winnable. So it's winnable. You can it's win winnable. the division. Yeah. Um, they did some things on defense to address uh, their secondary, sign a guy, drafted a guy. Uh, but I just think this season for Mariota, my belief too is when you're in the NFL – a lot of it's coaching at the quarterback position, coaching and knowledge. Like, if you have a quarterback whisperer, you're in good shape. So even if you get hurt, I still feel like just being around the game and being in that regiment and, and, and studying the tape, looking at the tape, watching the tape, I feel like you can still get a lot better that way. So right. I'm not going to sit here and say Mariota should take a step back. I'm saying he should still take a step forward, at least with the passing game. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, like... People say Russell Wilson had a bad season last year. He threw for the most yards he's ever thrown for. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like talking about the Seahawks. It's sure. Yeah. No. It's it's annoying. Only Stu can talk about the Seahawks. All right. So the Hard Knocks teams, uh, Bucks. By the way, HBO has a serious problem with Hard Knocks. People just aren't watching it anymore. So I mean, some people. Some people do. Some people don't. Um, but the impression that everyone gets and the impression that they give off is Jameis is the guy. Jameis is our quarterback. Jameis is our quarterback. Is there such – and Jameis is trying to be their quarterback. So he's trying to say, oh, I'm the guy, you know, I'm a star, but but I'm going to be a good teammate too. I think he's overdoing it a little bit. I just think he gets in um, people's faces too much. You know, it's not always a bad thing to just take a step back and, you know, go steal some crab legs. Right. Um, so, yeah, that that was a terrible joke, but that's fine. But I'm serious. Like, he's that – that's my point, though. He's that kind of guy that, you know, he did one thing where he was suspended for a game at Florida State versus, you know, Georgia Southern. Didn't matter. But he steals crab legs. I is don't he, – I, he's trying – he's a for, he's kind of forcing it too much. Is, yeah, he's forcing it, and he's, like, kind of being a little try-hard. And is it fair to say that he's just a little hypocritical, like a little bit? Because I, I guarantee he's not watching tape till eleven. No, no shot. Like he's he's still having his fun. Like let's be real. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I don't know. But like, Jameis, I, the jury's still out to me. A lot of people have high expectations for the Bucks, but the jury's still out. We'll see. Moving yeah. on. Moving on to uh, the Colts, Jeff. What does this season mean for the Colts and Andrew Luck? They did a lot of things to address the defense. They should have better ball control. What do you think? Well, uh, it's tough because, well, Andrew Luck's not playing at least for two weeks to start the season. Right. So they got um, they can go 0-2 and still make the playoffs. but Possibly. I don't know who their backup is, but for some reason I want to say it's like Charlie Painter. Yeah. Or like Whitehurst. His name has to be Charlie. I just feel like that's a backup name. Charlie, yeah. Um, I mean, I think he's, I'm going to say it. I think he's honestly a bust. 
Wow. So you're in the bus train for Andrew Luck, huh? Yeah, I like Andrew Luck, but, dude, like, I mean, you've played baseball, I play baseball. Like, shoulder surgeries are very tough to come come back from, especially how he hasn't even thrown a football in seven months. Uh, yeah, but probably, yeah, it won't my, be easy for him to just come back. Yeah, my only thing with him, yeah, and I'm, I'm with you. I'm actually nursing a torn labrum, so I get it. But, uh, <laughs> keyword nursing. But, like, you don't have to throw the ball harder down the field if you're smart enough. Like, you really don't. But you, you have, have to, to have a little zip on it. Yeah, you gotta have <laughs> some zip on it, but you don't have to throw it 60 yards like maybe you used to. Although, that was the Colts' offense, is just throwing the ball downfield. So that, yeah, exactly. So now, like, teams can, like, take out in their game plan, like, oh, Andrew Luck's going to throw it deep to T.Y. again. Right. Like, you can't do that anymore. So. No. Like, that's third and 20, like, four verts, T.Y. You can't do it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, just want to get a quick word in. Uh, we, we forgot to touch on this with the young quarterbacks. If there was any team in the league that was going to breed their young quarterback the right way, we know it would be the Chiefs and the economy, and they're exactly doing that. Like, they are, yes, they are, that is, like, they're doing it perfectly. They are so it. committed to just letting the economy run its course before they try out Mahomes at quarterback, where I just, they, like, people are saying Mahomes is going to start week seven. I don't, I'm, if you look at the economy since the end of the Super Bowl, it's gone up. So, they're not going to take out Smith. No, and also, Andy Reid said that Mahomes will not play this year regarding injury. Yeah. So, like, it, Smith's the guy. Smith can run and off. They can, like, they can make the AFC Championship, and then who knows what happens that game. The only hope is that – the only hope – I was thinking about this a couple days ago. The only hope for the economy to win the Super Bowl, and it's doable, is just the Steelers gets, gets matched, up, matched up against the, page, the, uh, the program and Jimmy G, and then the Chiefs match up against whoever, and they win. Yeah. And then, they, and then the Steelers beat the program, and then – KC goes home to play Pittsburgh. I'll take KC in that game. Yeah, I will too. Yeah. Even if lost last year, but I'll still take it. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's another year of the economy and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, last team we're going to talk about, then we'll wrap things up here, the Dolphins. I would say that this, I'm not a big color fan. Actually, I don't like Jay at all. But this isn't a bad sign for the Dolphins, who had Tannehill, who was garbage. Yeah, and of course he got injured again. You know who I feel for is Matt Moore, though. Sure. Like I, I bet since Tannehill's gone to the Dolphins, he's like, he's one of those guys who's like, dude, he's talking to like the third string running back on the sideline while like first teams are taking reps. Yeah. He's like, dude, I, like I should be starting over this guy. Like it's it's bad. And then the running back's five eight, and he's just nodding his head, yeah, with his helmet on. Like, yeah. And yeah. Matt, they're not making eye contact or anything. They're like watching Tannehill overthrow someone. But okay, and this is good. this is kind of like a most people won't remember this, but last year in the playoffs it was like zero degrees in Pittsburgh. Yep. And Matt Moore was rolling out to the right, and I'm not kidding you. I thought he, like he died. It was the yeah. hardest hit. Yeah, it was a hard. It was harder. It was a really hard hit. <laughs> no, it was like it was the hardest hit I've ever seen. I'm not exaggerating. And like obviously he got shaken up and he was down, but he got back up in 15 seconds, and then showed grit, which I absolutely love. He did throw an interception two plays later, but he was probably seeing like double. So you know, I'm gonna come some slack. Yeah, I'm. I hope Jay Cutler doesn't succeed, not only because I don't like him, but also I respect Matt Moore so much. 
that game that Matt, I remember that hit and just the, that Matt Moore, the hit hurt around the world. Matt Moore got so much respect from Dolphins, Dolphin fans. Like they knew they were going to lose because Matt Moore, but like Matt Moore has grit and he has fight. And Dude, you know Matt what? Moore Sometimes also, that's good enough. Okay. Uh, Matt Moore is starting to become my favorite quarterback now just because we're talking about him and his name is Matt Moore. Right. Obviously. Matt. Okay. So the hit was so hard. They didn't even show a replay. They didn't show a replay. They weren't showing replays. I'm look it up. Oh, yeah, it was bad. You well, just have to type in like M A T on Google, and it'll show like Matt Moore getting decapitated, like his suggestions. He got hit so yeah, and it just it just really like that's the, if you're gonna have a backup quarterback on your team, you don't want Kaepernick. You want a guy like Matt Moore. Matt Moore is my new favorite quarterback, other than Alex Smith. Yeah, and that's only because you can't hate Alex Smith because. The Dow is not is is up like fifteen hundred points since the Super Bowl. So, all right. Well, Jeff, uh, pretty good episode. Of Double down pod there. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited. We're excited. Um, it's almost to the point where the waiting the wait. Okay, so the wait isn't over because once it hits Monday of next week, it's like the wait's over. Like football's this week. Yep. It's awesome. Yep. So just get, get it's hump day today. So it's yep. Thursday tomorrow. Just get to Friday. Then the weekend, Labor Day, holiday. Exactly. And, and we're boom. And we're there. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'd like to, uh, we would like to thank everybody for listening to Double Down Pod today. Uh, we'll be back every week with NFL updates. Happy to be back. Happy to have you guys listening. Have a great rest of your week. Happy Labor Day.